Welcome to the Stewed Media Podcast, episode number four, and this week we talked to Paul Von Stetzel. This was great. This was unbelievable. Director, you know, he didn't want us to call him filmmaker. Nope. Uh, he because he he you know he likes to do a little bit of everything, but what a fantastic conversation with that guy. I learned a lot. What did you learn? God, I knew you'd ask me that. Okay, I didn't learn anything, but we had a lot of fun, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> the dude, the dude likes to talk, and, and Man, boy, he's got a lot of oh. of great experiences that he's gone and through. He just came back from Germany. That was a, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. I it's still I feel like I'm I'm a I'm a Hogan's hero extra when I'm I ever I say his name. Well, why Paul wouldn't you go Stetzel. to Germany if you had a name like that? I right? hear nothing. Yeah. I see nothing. He's so cool, man. I tell you what, that was such a great. Great time. Yeah, it was, I, I I really enjoyed sitting down with him, and and that's what it's like every time you talk to that guy. He's God. just a wealth of knowledge, and and he's a he's a film encyclopedia Britannica. Uh, you know, he's going to give you crazy obscure references, but you know that's just that's why we had him on the podcast. Great yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of this podcast that you're listening to now, live in your earbuds, but not live as we're recording it, uh, you can check us out every week. We'll have a new podcast up, studmedia.com. And uh, make sure you check it out. Share it with your friends. Please do that. Tell your family. We're trying to grow an audience and bring better, not better, but more guests onto the show. Stalk your exes yes. on Facebook and get yes. them to listen to our podcast. And speaking of Facebook. Yes. I shouldn't even have to. You should just go get in, promote speaking the Facebook, Facebook page. Well, yeah, definitely promote check the- out the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? It's like we do it Don't all the time. Don't they know? Speaking of Facebook. No, fa- <laughs> Just throw me under the bus there. I'll take it. Uh, no, no, that was a good uh, imitation. No, uh, yeah, check out the Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. We're on everything, everywhere. You can listen to us at work. Yes, that's the best place. Or while you're working out. That's right. And if you check our website and uh, you do it with your iPhone, you can download the Student Media Podcast app, which lives on your home screen, and you can listen to all of our podcasts right there on your iPhone at any time, any day, especially if you're laying at home in bed alone and you want to listen and learn something about film or TV or media, anything. Or just get turned on. And you just, yeah, you just want to hear our voices, yeah. uh, especially producer Kyle, who's really gotten involved in this. Yeah, there we go. See, today. now we're he really, going. He really jumped yeah. in. Well, you know, but enough Paul of us. so interesting. That's right. Let's get to it. <laughs> Let's get to it. Paul Von Stetzel, Student Media Podcast, episode number four. The Stewed Media Podcast. Stewed. Like stewed tomatoes. Stewed. So I, w- like, I was thinking of a different form of stew. Well, so think, think, yeah, <laughs> just a big all... pot of everything. Uh-huh. You oh, know, it's pod, not pot. 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 Like a, stu- like a stock pot. Pot, pot. Oh, okay. I was just pot. thinking because I'm already drunk since I got here. Yeah. So. Oh, are you? <laughs> well, you, <laughs> you started early. Hey. The day ends with a Y. <laughs> it's, maybe it's not over <laughs> and yet. And it's maybe noon it's somewhere, right? Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> We're sitting, uh, uh, let's just, let's just. Tell everybody who you are, or why don't you introduce yourself, yeah, everybody? Why, we're why, why don't I? Who the hell are you? Nah, I, that's, that's a very, I ask myself who I am. It's a very name. large question. We're yes, getting very ex- deep, existential deep. on this uh, very early. Yeah. Uh, Paul von Stetzel, I uh, do some producing film production around the Twin Cities, do uh, some theater direction as well, and uh, yeah, I own a production company called Killing Joke Films. 
That's yeah. me. Fantastic. And, and you know, we've worked together on a couple of projects. Um, Which shows that you just make really bad friends and decisions. Terrible just choices. <laughs> what got really, me here today. That's why we love this. And yeah. that's no. why I'm doing a podcast, everybody. <laughs> Dude, you'd be driving around like a gold-plated Maserati. It'd be awesome. <laughs> Hey, you on the podcast. What do you? What do you <laughs> <laughs> they, they hear your voice. Recognize it. <laughs> I know you. That's the podcast. Talk guy. to me, baby. Stewed tomato podcast. Studio. See how many different. Versions. So yeah, I mean, it's really you're now von Stetzel. And now, whenever I say it, I feel like I should. That's just be, a cool name. Come on. I feel like it's, I'm a. It's, I'm a character. It's like a, on, it's like a triple word scorn scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like. How a, do you spell it? Oh god, S T O E T Z E L. So it's like Stotzil. I feel like a character on Hogan's Heroes. Whenever I say your name, it's like von Stetzel. Von Stetzel. What's What's the background? What's the lineage? Actually, I just came back. I got a chance to go visit Germany for the first time. You call that a visit? You were how long were you there? Two weeks. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. What parts? Uh, Bavaria was south okay. of uh, uh, south of uh, Frankfurt. No, uh, excuse me, Nuremberg. Went mm-hmm. all over the place. Just it was amazing. You know, you find a castle on like every the the hilltop of like every major or every oh. minor town and really sense cool. of history. And I had uh, old friends there that I hadn't seen in like thirteen years, and it was phenomenal. So I had tour guides when I was already there. So it was absolutely amazing. It was yeah, really it was cool to watch wow. your Facebook feed go just blow up with all the photos you were oh, taking of yeah, all the landscape. Wow. Especially because I was I was somewhat working on inheritance and working on the script and some other stuff. But at the same time, I was just like, I have tour guides. I have every different town I go to is a different provincial uh, form of beer. <laughs> I yeah it, uh, yeah chocolate. I was just like I'm I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm not coming back. Yeah, right. You know, I, I, I'm, I was really surprised when you said you were coming back. I know you have some a productions lot, you're working on. A lot on, of people, a lot of people yeah. were. I wanted to do the whole Apocalypse Now letter, you know, sell the house, sell the kids, sell the, <laughs> sell the car. I'm never coming back. You'd send me over as a grocery clerk. Did you run into any uh, relatives in? Or? <laughs> no, uh, they did look around and found a bar with my last name on it. Oh, and really? I wanted to check oh, that out. Yeah, my name's rare enough. We're not sure where exactly in Bavaria. I think it is uh, the Black Woods, the Black Forest area and my name's rare enough that yeah it's provincial it's 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 like the area name of an area or something like that that's why it was legit to have like the von is like a lowercase uh not upper because that means i would from some kind of royalty and no it was it was more just we're from some area like the uh, way out in the sticks what does it what does it mean does it have a, a meaning the last name at all? I have absolutely no idea. I don't no? think so. Like I said, I think it was just the name of a region. Oh, I don't sure. Know if okay. Any, any, anything that went back that far. Wow. Or had that much substance, which is that's pretty cool. Fitting. Yeah. yeah really that's, that sounded like a fun trip. Now, you mm. said you you mentioned Inheritance. Let's just jump right into it. Yeah, man, yeah. absolutely. You, you know a little bit about it, too. Since I do know a little bit. It goes, it's, goes back with Red 23. It does. What, it was was a, it two years ago you guys did that film? It was a 48-hour film uh-huh. that we did called The Inheritance, which we decided to go, you know, kind of dark and, and creepy and haunted. And, and uh, it, you know, when you have two days to put something like this together, it's it's really, it, you're not going to be able to do a, a story justice, especially a story that's as open-ended as the one we left it. Um, but yeah, it was two years ago, the 48 hour film festival, uh, Joe Berglove wrote it along with, um, Scott Swanson and, uh, uh, boy, who was the other, oh, one of Joe's buddies. Mm-hmm. And it was actually on the, on the script that we have, I think it's, it's just the two of them for the, their version. Oh, I well believe. Th- that makes sense. I think Scott was just kind of helping. Okay. So yeah, it was Joe and, uh, Matt or Mark. Mike, I can't. Remember. I don't know. It was a bunch of names all over that. Bunch script. of names, <laughs> but yeah, then you take you decided to take it and kind of adapt it, right? Well, and also uh, we had our executive producer that just had this script that it. You know, I'm, I'm to the point now where I'm I'm fortunate enough that for uh, we've been trying to be picky about what feature script we we run with. 
you know, uh, darker stuff is what I usually do. And uh, I'm, I dig it. I'm very comfortable with it. You know, uh, we'll get into this eventually. But, you know, we work together on a 48 that we're finishing up now. And that's fun because it's more comedic. And that's fun for me to get away from just the usual wheelhouse of what I'm doing. But anyway, yeah. Uh, Bridget Cronin has this uh, script amongst like all these other scripts that we were like looking at and working on and it was really funny because it was really really similar in the basic elements of what your version of Inheritance was hers was a totally different title and yeah we got a chance for Joe and I to really do something completely different which was for us to take an existing short film and its script an existing feature and meld them but then added a couple other different elements which Joe and I technically wrote together but Bridget put in uh, her two cents especially there's this whole Celtic Irish background thing that was she was a major part of because that's a big part of her heritage that fits in with the idea of what inheritance is which is it's kind of a ghost story without any ghosts where the the real ghosts are this uh, history of trauma and difficulty from this family and this individual woman who's the uh, the lead. But yeah, I've been really stoked. We did one one uh, big day of production for it already. Uh, that was uh, a couple weeks. <coughs> excuse me, a couple weeks back, and that went exceedingly well. And now we're getting deep into a pre-production. We're figuring out what we're doing for uh, for our dates. And yeah, pretty stoked. I mean, I did one other feature, uh, a method, which I was psyched about and it was good. But I mean, it's a very no budget kind of thing that we took our time with and this one we're we're raising some decent funds and we're actually in the process of getting names so it's been awesome man. and you're direct you're directing the inheritance. yep i'm i'm directing it and, uh, and now it's changed to inheritance inherit there's no the there's no the so you're like facebook then oh it's oh god <laughs> um there's no the it was well, it was a uh, producer decision too because they're like you know there's like 18 films called the inheritance <laughs> i was like Okay, we'll drop the yeah. whatever. It's fine. But yeah, we've been location scouting. We got some cool places around uh, Maple Lake, uh, Minnesota, and Buffalo that uh, we're pretty much locking down. The community's been awesome. They've been great with all the attention they're giving us. So we're kind of figuring out how much we do around there versus you know just for logistics what we do closer around the metro area. But pretty stoked. You know, it's got a late seventies like uh, Let's Scare Jessica to Death, uh, uh, the Wicker Man, the original Wicker Man, <laughs> uh, the other that shall not be named, even though it was uh but uh that kind of feel like a little bit of the shining kind of thing of right. where it's a lot more about being creepy really don't explain much when it comes down to the script and the style of it as well what's your process as far as you talked about doing a method and that had like no budget and now all of a sudden you have a film that has some sort of budget correct i get to pay rent i mean that's yeah, oh that's that's nice, nice. <laughs> yeah yeah the guy who owns my house will be very happy about that but i mean Hi, how, how do you approach these two these two different films yeah, i mean you've got one with no budget, and all of a sudden now you have some some money you can throw at. Well, I mean, really, we were trying to work with more of a budget for a method. I mean, it was just we had a couple of different financiers that were really interested and just dropped off the face of the planet. And essentially, uh, my my producer, my partner for Killing Joe, Chris Buchers, and I just said, "Fuck it, let's just go ahead with it." We looked at what we could get for free, you know, what we'd throw in for paying, you know, not paying everybody. No one got paid, uh, but for or actually, we might have had a little bit for contracts for Stop for some talent, a little bit here and there. The big thing was feeding everyone right. and having the right gear. And someone that you guys worked with, Jesse Me was our DP and the thing is he's also a steady cam operator so we were able to work all that together I kind of looked at it and said that's fine because there's no real moments that I wanted much track uh, for different shots so just we really broke it down to what we can do and when it really came down to it, it's, it's a really I mean people say oh this is a character piece I mean this one really is a character piece I mean we have we had eight nine minute long takes with no edits where it was just pure performance because that's really what it's all about I mean right. it's, it's about method acting and someone who and this gal who goes too deep with it and she kind of loses herself in fact she very much loses herself and it's about and what you're really following is a documentary crew who are following her process 
Now, you guys, are you still in post-production on that? I mean, I know it's screened at the Twin Cities Film Festival. Yep, but that was a sneak preview. Nope, we're, it is done. It had to be done to keep moving on with Inheritance and and uh, to keep moving forward with that and trying to finish up like a music video here and there and you know because this is all i kind of do and sure to, to try and keep it focused but no we're really happy with it it's a we're marketing it right now also uh it's been easier to market because i've been digging back in getting to know people and there's a hopefully uh, the first documentary i did a documentary snuff uh documentary about killing on camera that one's right now hopefully getting redistribution because the the we got screwed for distro our first time and now we uh the the uh, limits run out, so it's all mine again. So now I get a chance to negotiate that, and having that to negotiate, I can talk to them and they say, "Well, we'll see." And I was like, oh, "I got this. I have a feature narrative." You consider yourself an independent filmmaker, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Eh. Uh, I, I've, you know me, man. I've never been too big on the whole filmmaker term because it makes you, it, it gives too much connotation to this new idea that like up and comers like think that they should just do everything, and it's like you you don't. You know, either I'm a director or a producer. I mean, I do crew sometimes. You know, I was lucky enough to, to be on for Torval the Terrible, your, you know, the Red 23 film in AD. But it's like, for me, it's just figuring out what your job is and just doing your damn job. Sure. You know, it's the filmmaker thing just gets so dangerous and just... Well, you and I have never had this conversation, but I mean, I, I don't know how you got your start. I mean, are you a film school guy? I mean, did you... Oh, yeah. I remember we joked about this, that you, you felt like a loser because you actually had to work with... You know, two actual people who graduated film oh, school. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right. me and Estrom. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, I thought, and for the longest time, I thought Adam had had flunked out of film school. And, and he told, "Oh no, I graduated, no problem." And I'm like, "Oh, really? You're oh. Like, ugh, gross. Yeah. Shoot, Lame. I wanted, I wanted one of those really cool guys who dropped out of film school. I'm too smart. Who's still for this. making no, it? No, no, I went for free, so that's why I did. It. I got oh, a lot nice. of free gear. Yeah, um, but no, I went. To, uh, it was God, man. This is so academic; it's disgusting. I went to U of M, and there I did. It, you'll love this triple major. It was art history, theater, and film. And with film, it was uh, film theory and history. Then I went to MCTC for production. Man, guaranteed never to have a real job the rest of my <laughs> life. <laughs> like, would you like butter flavor topping on that, yeah. sir? Well, d- Tony, did you go to Brown? Yeah. I went yeah. To so school. here, here Same. you are. You're talking to a couple of Brown Institute graduates who are well, now doing a podcast. I was sitting with my hand down my pants, watching the commercials, and <laughs> call right now. And I had no job, so I called right now. You have a great voice. Can you read this? Si- oh my God, you're great. <laughs> That's twenty thousand. Same and you're crap. In. Yep, same hey, can you like, read this I was sentence? Calling my family. I'm the next radio announcer. You know, <laughs> you're gonna be the next. What best Tom thing, Bernard kid. came here? Wow, this is great. <laughs> it yeah. was. It was a crazy joke when we went there. They they yeah. hand you a sheet and they give you a, like a paragraph to read. You know, I I correctly announced the letter W, which is, uh, most people say W. And I w. called it W. You know, uh-huh. it's a W. That's yeah. how you pronounce it. And the guy was so floored. He's like, "We're signing you up today." Mom, Whatever Dad, they can, yeah, got your checkbook. Uh, Let's sign your kid up. He's come on in, kid. How can you this don't be a while idea? you talk? I like you. Yeah. <laughs> you tied your own shoes. Yeah. You're good, kid. <laughs> You're breathing through your nostrils. Get in here. Come on down. Oh my God. And and of course, and now we're doing yeah. a podcast. Well, you know, yep. Shh, and sponsored by Brown. Yeah, sponsored exactly. by <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call today. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well. It's all about networking, you know? It is. It's all about making friends. <laughs> yeah. It's all about pleasing people. That's really, it's not about money when it's yeah. radio. Oh, shit. No. Oh God, yeah, film, radio. Yeah, yeah how, do you, how do you take a large fortune and make it smaller? Yeah, get into either, you know, fill in the blank, film, yeah. radio. Film, radio, TV, anything. Yep, yep. Yeah. Audio so what, production. what keeps you going then? Seriously. I mean, Whiskey. This is all, <laughs> that's, what's, <laughs> that's what we're doing right now. I mean, it, it, what else would you be doing if you weren't doing this? Oh, God, man. Actually, what's funny is uh, the reason I went to school uh, for mm. free was I was uh, well, here. And I even got the 
wearing my shirt. I was uh, five years infantry. Oh, sweet, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, was in. That's why I was in Germany. My uh, oh. uh, my best friend and his family and I we're all family. They're amazing human beings. Uh, they named me uh, their new son's godson, uh-huh. and so I had to go meet him and hang out with him and hang out with them. And that's that was the cool thing about going to Germany is he's a big. I mean, if you you met us, we're apples and oranges. But mm-hmm. one of the big things is we're both uh, big history nerds. So he really knew. Here, here was the pinnacle of our of our trip, which just speaks volumes. We uh, fur- went further west. We went out to, uh, oh God, I've lost track. Uh, there's so many towns I went to that I lost uh, track. It was it was out of Bavaria. It was further west, uh, past Nuremberg, and then a little bit north. So we're actually in uh, non Bavaria, Germany, mm-hmm. Germany. And we went to the uh, medieval museum of torture and and uh, crime, which. Yeah, I was there for two hours. Yeah. You should see, like, at that point, my Facebook page was just nothing because they let you take pictures. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm, oh I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. amazing. Wow. Here's the rack. Wow. Here's the Iron wow. Maiden. They Here's did, dude. The they had an actual original Iron Maiden. Yeah, that's oh, ridiculous. Oh, yes, many, many Bill and Ted comments were, were made <laughs> yeah. at that point. Yes, it was excellent. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, there was that. There, uh, one of my favorites was uh, they had the old masks that they would have on people that were very, very uncomfortable to shame them, and the different elements of what were in the mask were really interesting. Like, if it had uh, chicken feathers, that mer- meant the person was promiscuous, which really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But weird things or like that. they're just into kinky shit. Yeah, yeah. something like that. <laughs> sticking sticking <laughs> feathers up your ass yeah, will not make you a chicken. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it won't let you fly. Well, what was, else did they have in these masks? Oh, God, man. Uh, well, they had the masks. They had all the different history of the executioners. One of my favorites was, the, and I still have to get this translated, uh, was they had some of the original writs of like the rules of if you're a witch, this is what you went through as a part of torture and as a part of figuring out who it is. You know, we all heard the stories of, you know, if you float, then, you know, you're a witch. And if you drown and die, then, oh, I guess you're okay. But one of the ones that I found Oops. that I've forgotten about uh, – is I was never a huge werewolf fan. I never did as much of the mythology. I forgot that a lot of it, and possibly it originated around Germany. And that tied in very much with witchcraft. So there's even a full writ about witches and how and why they're tied in with werewolves. And man, I can't wait to get that deciphered. Yeah, I took the closest pictures of that, and I can't wait to get it to get it translated. Uh, and it's written in German. Yeah, yeah, yep. And uh, I, yeah, absolutely fascinated by that. And there was uh, Peter Stumpf was sometimes called like the original werewolf, quote unquote. And uh, he was somebody who was called Stumpf as in like stump because he was missing an arm. And that's supposedly how the townspeople knew that he was the werewolf because the werewolf was missing an arm. But you get into this guy's history, and this is something else that tied in with all the stuff that I was into was he uh, he was abusing his children there was possible sacrifices but wow. at the same time how much was it that he was just persecuted but that that's one of the dudes I'm really fascinated God, racism with racism and bullying was so much easier back oh, then yeah, wasn't absolutely. it oh wasn't so we have PC a werewolf yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm doing quotes here we have yeah, a werewolf, werewolf. In it's missing an arm yeah. that jackass over there is a guy we yeah. don't like he's missing an arm he's like, the werewolf it's, it's like werewolf Jesus I'm just furry leave yeah. me alone <laughs> man <laughs> they haven't nah. invented the, the personal razor yet yeah, yeah exactly like, call her on me and call me a dog <laughs> Robin Williams has been fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely one. <laughs> oh, awesome. So, so you went to the okay. So you were in the army. Yeah. Yep. Okay. In in when uh, what time period was that? I uh, went in uh, early '06. Uh, excuse me, '06. Went in early '96 uh, and got out uh, end of 2000. Did you see any time? Did you see any uh, action? My, my big thing, uh, prostitutes. Oh yeah, lots. Oh, of man. course. Lots. Yeah, you were in that Europe. I mean, that's a theater. My, my, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, that was a theater. <laughs> and in with and directing theater, there's about as much VD going around. Yeah. Um, but uh, my actors. last year, <laughs> yeah, Video Jesus, directing. actors. <laughs> and uh, that's why I got into it. <laughs> that's what she said. Hey now. Uh, hey. Uh, 
my last year in, uh, I was on the DMZ. Uh, technically, it was, it was like a part of the DMZ uh, as a part of 506, and we had uh, OP Dora open up, and that, that got kind of weird. And the thing, too, is it was the first time they had the, and this was fascinating to be a part of this, was they had the very first real peace accords. So, I mean, uh, you know, we're technically in charge of this bridge going across before they go to JSA, and it was amazing because, I mean, you're, you're waving across dignitaries, people who, people who could, you know, make you disappear if you look at them funny. And so that part was fascinating, but it, yeah, it was it was a jack. It's definitely a hardship tour. The lucky thing was I'd been it was I did it at the end of my career, as opposed to these poor kids that go over like eighteen, nineteen years old, and they get there and they've never been away from mom and dad, you know, fresh off the farm, what have you, and freak the fuck did out. Did you experience some of that? Like, I mean, uh, yeah, in your oh, yeah. barracks and stuff like that. I mean, oh yeah. Oh, uh, so one of the ongoing jokes was I get there and I'd been in for a while and you know done different schools and such. Yeah, you know, I was, I'd, I'd got I'd gotten rank really fast. I was a corporal. I got corporal at like three and a half years, something like that. And uh, so I get there. You know, you're tired. You're like, great. Either I could go to the DMZ or I can go to the place that has the party town outside of it. Of course, go to the fucking DMZ, naturally. <laughs> uh, born under a bad sign. And I get there, and everyone keeps making these comments about, I can't remember now if it was just the bathroom or the bathtub when I got there. And there's a few different jokes. And I'm tired and exhausted. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's time to fuck with the new guy. I'm so not down with this. I'm not fucking down with this. And so finally I get up there, and I've got this roommate who who I, I now I'm just... I really wish I hadn't snapped at because he's a fucking awesome dude. He's a medic, uh, just awesome roommate. And I get there and he makes a comment about it too. And I was like, all right, all right, man, listen, this isn't fucking cool. I'm not, he's like, whoa, whoa, you don't know? It's like, no, I don't fucking know. What are you talking about? Oh, the reason you got this room because it's one of the kind of nicer, larger rooms is not just your rank, but the guy that was in here before drank bleach to death in here. Oh wow! Yep. Wow. So that that gives you an idea of like. So they were actually trying to warn you. They weren't giving you shit. They were kind of fucking with me, but they all assumed that somebody already told me because it happened like literally like a few days before. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you know it was too. It was clean. Mm-hmm. You know the bleach. I mean, that's... he was he was definitely cleaned up. Wow, yeah. that's <laughs> wow. Too soon. <laughs> Is that what brought you to the dark side then, or why do you choose uh, dark? I've always been into that. Uh, even. Uh, Seven years old, my mom took me to go see Nightmare on Elm Street in the theater. So I mean, it's it's I've always the first one with Johnny Depp. Yep, exactly. Nice. Uh, and a big part of that was uh, go to see it. And uh, yeah, I, I'm sure it w- had been out for a few years. We were out, we lived out in the sticks, and yeah, they had a water bed, and they'd be like, "Oh, come come cuddle with us." I was like, "Fuck that, mom and dad." No way. <laughs> <laughs> I saw what happened to Johnny Depp. I'm awake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a flying a flying stream of blood oh, up to the ceiling. That was a great scene too. Oh, it was that was all practical effects. I all mean, practical effects. What's really amazing is uh, the one of where she's wrestling with Freddie and they do the whole turn the camera but you don't see it as they're doing the effect when it goes to the ceiling yeah. that's one of my favorites yeah. uh that's yeah, the little in camera shit that i love about that movie like a when she's falls asleep uh while they're reading hamlet and they're reading the whole bit about you know in a nutshell if it w- we're not and i you know consider myself a king of Inf- infinite uh whatever if it w- or not that i have for bad dreams and then uh just fucking slaughtered hamlet but whatever um <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking if you're looking for class you're on yeah, the wrong yeah, fucking yeah, place right. <laughs> in the wrong show <laughs> exactly you know? uh and then she's outside in the hallway and she sees her friend in the bag and then just you see oh, her yeah. lift up by the invisible force and pulled up and it's a shit like that that i love because yeah. I, I don't like green screen and i know it's so it's so you know cool to say oh, i don't let like after effects or whatever like that you know the in-camera stuff but I mean, because I think now it's more more about talking to your post team and looking at what you have for an effect. And I'm really getting into that. And people have been saying that forever and no one really listens. And also it's just easier to not have to get everyone to plan because, you know, as you know, with film, it's controlled chaos at right. best. Mm-hmm. So, you know, trying to get everybody coordinated and everything is, is so incredibly difficult. But that's the thing for me is like now really looking at what you can do in post merged in with what you're already doing for your effects. And, it, and it's just amazing. And, and you know, and, and there's a cost, you know, 
balance there too. I mean, the, the, one of the Z Fest films we're working on this year, uh, we have we have some gunshots and there's some blood that sprays from that, and we decided who'd to go. With, who'd you work with for uh, effects on that anyway? Uh, we're letting our editor take care of the effects. Okay, Kevin. Okay, Malloy. Kevin. He's doing the Malloy, he's doing the effects. That guy. Uh, and and we decided, <laughs> <laughs> we decided to uh, go digital on the on the blood splatter instead of doing practical because it wasn't. You know, it wasn't cost conducive for it. I mean, it mm-hmm. was it going to be expensive to get squibs and. It's you tough know. to do, man. It's and, and it's difficult. It's timing. Uh, I was lucky. Well, not just lucky. Uh, Ryan Shadley from Outpost Thirty One. I work with quite a bit, and he's an old buddy of mine. And uh, we worked with him, the one that Kevin edited the year before, uh, Twisted Sister. Right. And yeah, we used uh, squibs and all that. And it's and even and it if, looked amazing. I loved Twisted oh, Sister. Thanks, that was man. a thanks. great short. Thank film. you. Yeah, but the cool thing is, once again, we kind of did we. We merged up the effects where, yeah, we have some muzzle flashes, but I also would, when the gun was going off, I did some where the, the barrel was just out of frame. So it was more about the action. And then so much was about the performance. I mean, you know, you got the girl get shot with a shotgun. I mean, really, it's her performance. It's Kendall flinging herself back with just the air-compressed blood. And so much of effects are performance. So, right. so much. You I mean, that would, yeah, and you really look and see what effects work. A lot of times you don't see shit. Like one of my favorite examples, like every once in a while when I teach and we talk effects, I'll say, tell me about the effects in Pulp Fiction. And everyone, the f- one of the first things they think of is the whole uh, Ezekiel 25-17 right. thing. And it's like, no, there's actually no effects. There's Zilch. nothing there, right. And if I remember correctly, there's not even muzzle flashes. There's Zilch. There's white flash dissolves in between the, the three yep. angles that yep, they that's used. That's it. Um, even but, like in a wide when he shoots uh, a yeah. flock of seagulls, even when he shoots him, yeah. like there's, there's nothing. It's just he d- he imitates a little bit of the recoil and that's it. Yeah, it's it's really amazing. There's yeah. not anything crazy as far as effects in that film. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, Marvin's head gets blown off, but that's about it. Oh, dude, I think I shot Marvin in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in the theater with a bunch of other just sick bastards, and we uh, that it's so wrong. And Seven I go, nights in a row in high school. Oh god, man. We went the cinema so cafe in New Hope. Played it and it was a buck twenty five nice. each night. It was probably just wow. as cheap. I was seeing it in Hudson. It was so, yeah. awesome. <laughs> we went seven nights in a row and watched. Yeah, it. Yeah, it was probably the second day it was out, and yeah, it, and I still go back and forth. I, I have highs and lows about that movie, and I think part of it is uh, Roger Avery was the. That's the only one that Tarantino co-wrote. He mm-hmm. did with Avery, and I'm a huge, huge Roger Avery fan. And I think part of it is because I really dig Avery, and in that one, when Tarantino goes more of his like cleverness kind of self i just i kind of just tune out and i'm not as into it but then you get the, the avery shit which i i just love that dude now tarantino he's making news lately yeah he's yep. he's just shelved a, a script that someone leaked mm-hmm. uh that's the story we're being told someone leaked it well shit i remember back in the day when uh i think i remember when inglorious bastards was announced christ what like I want to say right after Pulp Fiction or something like that. I remember when they I had heard that original title, and he was like, nah, I'm going to work on this for a little bit longer and such. Right. And I don't know how true it is and whatever, but yeah, I remember even when that happened. But I told the story to my wife, and she says, I think it's a scam. I think it's it's a ploy to, to create buzz. And I'm like, you know, Tarantino doesn't need a lot of buzz created on his own, and he's not usually yeah. a gimmicky kind of director like that. But now he's suing a website because they linked to the mm-hmm. to the script. Yeah, Gawker.com. Yeah. yeah. He's, oh, he, he's going after Gawker? Oh, he's, Holy he's, shit. Yeah. He's filed a lawsuit against Gawker. I, I didn't hear who it was against, but yeah. damn. Because they linked, they linked to the script. I thought it was script. just like some, some minor... Uh, no, it's, it's Gawker. Ooh. Yeah. So it's... I mean... You, he might win, too. It, it, it's very possible. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, there's a lot of publicity around this thing. And, you know, with social media now, you can... You know, or the, just the internet, I guess... Gawker puts that out there and says, hey, go look at this script. They're not actually holding the script. They're mm-hmm. giving you a link to where it is. And just by doing that, they're, you know, yeah. implicit with the uh, being 
guilty. Anyway, should we get back to talking about the cool shit we do? Yeah. yeah. I like that. Fuck Tarantino. Yeah, fuck Tarantino. <laughs> Actually, I've been happy about that, dude. I've, I've, I've liked his, his newer stuff because I've never been more polarized. And we're back to fucking Tarantino. God damn it. See? Uh, uh, you tried uh, to get us out of Wins and wins and exactly. wins. I just don't know how to quit that guy. Uh, <laughs> but no, I was, I was amazed with uh, Kill Bill. I've never, I don't think I've ever disliked and thoroughly enjoyed something that was supposed to be one long film. Like, I, I still couldn't believe it. I could not stand the first one for just about every reason. You, could, you couldn't handle uh, it? You didn't I like thought, it at all? I thought it was awful. That was atrocious. That was so hokey and tasteless. It was. It was and, very... It and, had just, that comic booky. And, and, and Well, and even just like, it was... For someone who's so good, it was like some of the poorest writing, like the whole idea of, oh, I'm Buck and I'm here to fuck. Ooh, and you get your comeuppance. And she happens to... Re- she remembers seeing you even though her eyes are closed and she's in a coma like it's it's so poorly written it's got yeah. plot holes you can swim through and i'm just like uh god i don't like this whatsoever the whole uh call each other bitch scene uh with uh uma thurman and uh i forget i only watched it one time in the theater because i had no interest in ever seeing it again which scene was the bitch uh, scene uh it was the first the first fight sequence vivica fox thank you yes yeah. and like they obviously just were like throwing the word bitch in to try and sound tough and it was just atrocious like i, I i'm not exaggerating yeah. i was looking around the theater the uptown theater and i was like <laughs> does anyone else think this is shit I mean, this is awful and everyone's with their mouth agape thinking this is the greatest oh, thing i've yeah, ever seen and, and so yes. kill bill 2 comes out and i'm just like fuck it I'm, I'm gonna have to see this this and that and i was enamored i it isn't I, it? It's I like two to, different films. I need to rewatch it, but I would possibly say it's flawless. It's so goddamn good. It's it's yeah, it's like watching everything I didn't like about Pulp Fiction mixed with like say Jackie Brown, where I'm just like, holy shit, how how is this supposed to be the same movie? But right. anyway, uh, it would be hilarious if Nymph- if a uh, true's uh, Nymphomaniac is the same way. If I like hate one half of it and love the second. Yeah, and that's is that three parts or two? Two. Oh, two. God. It's, boy, oh, that's gotten I, a lot of pub th- already. That dude, hasn't oh, it? that dude can he can do no wrong by me. I'm such a huge fan of his, even. Even when his stuff well, you're a big fan of nudity, so I mean that's just a plus right there. Actually, no, I'm not. Then you throw Lars von Trier. Dude, I'm su- I'm such a stupid purist, actually. Are you? For, oh man, Prude I, von Stetzel. I get I get bored with sex in movies. I really oh, do. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 all all violence, no sex. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. It's it's really showing my Americana in me. Like I just get bored with it, man. Like I'm I'm so fascinated and absolutely so enamored with the concept of violence and dark and everything you start to get in sex in a movie and i'm checking my text messages like it's even if it's done well which is funny like say did you watch wolf of wall street then no i haven't oh, i've yeah, not I seen it. that's all it is I i'm so either, i'm yeah. so far behind on yeah. all the all the all the uh oscar buzz and what have you i'm trying to somewhat catch up i, I did get a chance did to see uh i haven't seen it yet no, no. i guess it's all sex in there yeah and i really i heard that oh, i can't uh, wait to see jonah hill naked <laughs> oh nice I'm nice just i got a poster i've been waiting nice. for this chance that's why they call him the chubby. I, I for sure thought I was going to see him <laughs> naked in Moneyballs, but nice, money, yeah. nice. not yeah. no. Okay. I think that was a different version. Uh, yeah. Ron Jeremy was a yes, exactly. Ron Jeremy. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, he was a little hairier. They're definitely being tossed. <laughs> yes, definitely hairy. Uh, de- definitely hairy. Yeah. Wolf, definitely, wolf, definitely. Wolfman of Wall Street. Wolf he only has one arm. One arm. Whoa! pending. Takes place in Bavaria. I did get a chance to see the square about the Egyptian uprising. That was amazing. Yeah, it was really really good. One of my favorite things about that documentary is. It's uh, and I mean, I, I dig documentaries like, say, uh, uh, Taxi Cab to the Dark Side, where it's like, you know, you see the macrocosm, then you go much more micro with it. And, you know, it's it's more of a journalism thing. This one is just grass fucking roots wow. like it's it's brutal and it's really, really well done. It's 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 so good. I was I was really I didn't know the structure. I tried to st- stay away from it because I'm like, I know I'm going to see it. So I don't I don't want to know shit about it. And I'll walk into it and check it out. Um, How do you enjoy 
documentaries are you are you a guy who likes you know the dark you oh, know, yeah. indie theater I, or do you like netflix i mean what's your i'm all over the place man like yeah. anyone who tries to say there's nothing good mainstream yeah there's a lot of crap but then at the same time it's like uh well, like wolf is it's supposedly pretty damn good and mm-hmm. you know, i mean i'll never just say that oh it's all bad here or just that it's all over the place i mean there's and besides there's so much fucking saturation nice. and who says there isn't enough stuff that isn't somewhat studio that ends up just falling off mm-hmm. or you know something that eventually becomes more of a classic hit once it hits you know Netflix or wherever, and Netflix is almost going the way of uh, going the way of blockbuster theaters now because they're not adapting and everybody else is. Right. You know, and that's fascinating too. Where it's like I'm looking up and finding more things on Hulu that that I want to watch that's on there, Ooh. especially after they did that massive cutting of everything on Netflix for their streaming, which was fucking stupid. Well, and I still haven't understood why Netflix doesn't make more stuff available on the streaming. It's only a dollar difference. Well, you they did a massive cut. What was it about? Not uh, maybe it was a January. year ago. Was, was no, it, it was January. They, they again. They ch- they did another one Jesus. in January where they chopped. I God, I don't know, seventy, eighty, I don't know, a hundred films, and they just in documentaries and shows and, this and is stuff. What, and this is what I mean. They they're they say they're making room for the new stuff, and it's like I don't but really they notice. Do a House of Cards, and which way are they going? Are they going to yeah, it's, I, I to make they, their own stuff and become a network, or uh, which is yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that makes none. They got a couple of Golden Globe nominations and stuff too. So I mean, who? Yeah, it's, it's but anyway. But yeah, it's, I, I'm all over the place. I'll, I'll watch whatever to try and get sent to me. Friends will send me links, uh, you know, because we all get to know each other to some extent, or mm-hmm. you know, for wh- whoever you talk to, different spots, uh, different festivals, whatever. I, I'm all I'm e- equal opportunity for what I'll, I'll watch. And hell, if I can get a v- VHS player going, I'll, I'll watch the shit out of something <laughs> like that too, man. <laughs> I'd love to get the VHS player going. Oh, hell yes, you know, maybe Betas, Betamax. VHS, yeah, exactly. Grab a Betamax. No, laser dick. Laser yeah. dick. <laughs> laser, laser dick. dick. Like I love that laser was, dick. I'm so drunk. Uh, no, laser <laughs> dick. <laughs> yes. My favorite laser disc movie of the '80s was Laser Dick. The only porno ever made on Laser Disc. And we're right back to porno. Yeah, yeah. I see a common thought. thread occurring like, here. I too have been drinking. Common thread. Oh. So you, oh yeah, we we're gonna talk about our shit, weren't we? Yeah, yeah let's talk about some shit. <laughs> Hopefully, we still have listeners. You're working for listeners obviously. in the first what? place. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a podcast. We might parents. be, we might be happy to have eight this week instead of seven, like we had last week. So we'll see. Hey, I mean, climbing the charts. You got to start know, somewhere. Do you really have anything you need to promote? Because this is the place, <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> baby. Let's do this it right is here. the place. <laughs> 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 I have to contact my agent really quick and Could you check do that, on please? this. Yeah, double check mom, mom, is it okay if I do this? All right. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Actually, if anybody possibly still believes in God, the last nail in the coffin, I have an assistant. I have a personal assistant yeah, now. Yeah, right. Yeah, you dealt with that. Wow. I was Hilarious. I was really floored when you yep. told me that you had a personal and, assistant. And the sky. And, uh, sometimes, yeah. Really? We're, working on, we're working on it because That's now she's sweet. officially my assistant for uh, inheritance for at least some of it because she's been helping out with pre-pro. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, basically, like, yeah, it was it in the Sick. sky. Turned to sackcloth. Fuck you! You told me you had an assistant. I I just told you to fuck off. I I could not believe it. I told myself to fuck off when I when I know I have an assistant. But now you know you have a guy. I I need you to go get me some more whiskey (laughs) and make my bed while you're in. Actually, it was awesome. She, uh, my phone got. uh, I tell my mom I'm not going to be there for dinner. Actually, (laughs) I think she's done that. To be honest. (laughs) She helps schedule my dates. It's fucking oh, depressing. Nice. Yeah, seriously, because I'm just like, oh, that's you. sad. Oh, I'm just like, I'm really like, where the fuck sad, am I supposed yeah. to be? I know, see, exactly. What it's, are your dates? Also, saying, right? really, yeah. really. Who's this yep. woman answering his yeah. phone? Yeah, exactly. Oh, you have an assistant. <laughs> 
how girls get. Uh, yeah, it's it's utterly bizarre. It really is. It's 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 Armageddon onslaught when shit like that starts to happen. Some scumbag like me. It's pretty funny, man. God, pretty soon you'll have a whole te- whole team and assistants. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he's got a team. Maybe. I think oh, you have an office. It. Yeah, uh, not really. Because really, I mean, uh, I was thinking about that at one point, and now it's just like we've got a house. I work with dude who owns my house, Nathan, who's worked oh, with perfect. you guys, worked mm-hmm. with me, and it's just one of those things where I'm just like, you know, as long as we're not getting each other's tits in the way yeah. for the other person trying to do what they're doing, it's like fuck it. You know, smart move too. Cool. Li- moving in with a composer. I mean, <laughs> you're always going to need a you know a music yeah. guy, and to have one. Under your roof, <laughs> genius move. Well, it was. Yeah. I know Nathan knows he's lucky to have you, but oh, absolutely! I really hope he's listening to this. You're, you're oh. definitely much <laughs> yes. luckier to have him. <laughs> well, what got really funny is, uh, so he's got his his own studio, and I've got my little office that's the sunroom off of oh. my bedroom, which is just amazing and just so convenient. And because this is all I do, yeah. and I mean, I'll I'll do crew work here and there and whatever. And you know, we I got in recently with the uh, the American Head Charge guys, been doing their promo videos. Oh, and we're cool. gonna do another yeah. one. Yeah, that's been really that's fun. Really we did a uh, we did. Uh, uh, before they went to Europe, before they went to uh, England, I know calling England a part of Europe is like saying Texas is part of yeah. America. It's <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah. But uh, before they went over to uh, England, we did one of their promo videos, but we also did their last show when they were touring America at First Ave. And it was a fucking blast. Wow. Dudes are really nice. They're really cool people. And yeah, we're trying to work our way up to hopefully do a music video, but we're, we've are we been doing their promo stuff. So that's something else Killing Joke Films has been doing that's been you know cool to like somewhat pay the bills so and you know, make people. What's the corner to you? What happens? What do you think? You have to do to turn that corner, and besides, fall over and get drunk. And <laughs> the microphone, microphone attacked, attacked me. <laughs> ah! What's it going to take? I mean, what, what do you we think? We gave you the, the black microphone. Yeah, you get the. You, you ever played Cards Against Humanity? Yes, I've got the bigger, blacker right. dick in my face right now. That's great. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You're assholes. I'm You'll sorry. You're saying, website, sir? No, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, what's the turning point? Or what? Do you, what point do you think that it's going to take before you consider yourself like okay, you've made, you've been on, you know, you've made a pass the breaking point or whatever so now you're to the next level uh right now it's we're kind of trying to break in with that part of it is like say example for example to work with a better budget we've been growing Ooh. and growing budget so we've got inheritance we're working with a pretty good budget i mean it's not huge but it's also a stepping stone because the next big thing wait for the promo uh is <laughs> that we're going on to uh, we got the rights to this uh author neil smith i've been doing a lot of crime adaptations mm-hmm. and we got the uh, the rights to his book hog Doggin. and uh it's i really am stoked we were looking at all these different novels mm-hmm. all these different people to adapt and the producers basically just talked to me and said all right which one do you like the most don't think what's gonna be the most difficult what's gonna what's gonna be the most cost and what you could be easier blah 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 no which fucking one do you like the most and i was like hog Doggin. i really like this book it's the second in a series uh i just read the sequel uh, he's going to do another one at some point, I believe. Ooh. Neil's been awesome. We we did a trailer that we screened at the uh, at uh, uh you're just we we're just talking about a uh, cinema uh, oh cinema, cinema draft house yeah yep. uh, uh, we did that as a part of North the Bar which is oh, I'm sorry we've Cinema been, Grill it, yeah. it's Cinema, cinema Grill. Draft House 20 yep. years ago yeah. uh, Cinema Grill which was great we did as a part of North the Bar which is a, a national and international thing and we did it as like a part film deal and uh, it, you know really happy about the trailer really working up interest and that's that's going to be the whole idea of like the turning point of where it's like I get a chance to work you know writing the script with somebody mm-hmm. uh, I'm a big believer in writing with someone always always mm-hmm. always always and uh, at some point maybe with a third person I'm not really sure I'm mm-hmm. still digging the the whole binary thing mm-hmm. and getting to hog dog and I love adaptations I really do all the way back and it's 
going to be a big film. There's no way to make it and for it not to be. So that would be the idea cool. of something of that size, something of where I'm getting paid enough that I just get to focus on that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about other, you know, other little video gigs, which sure. you know are fine. I, I'm I'm fortunate that I get those coming yeah. across my table or production gigs, and so that to me is kind of the big deal where I can then not have as much of where I'm just focusing on one thing or at least focusing on that, and then maybe down the road the rest of the year maybe there's another bigger one which we are kind of messing around with i did a uh, a lovecraft uh, adaptation that did pretty well called the curse of yig and uh, that one uh, we just put it on uh, distrify so people can see it and we had a great response at festivals and whatever and reviews and we're now looking at that and this was it gets cool when your producers who you're working with start pushing ideas that you never even thought of that you would love mm-hmm. to do and they're pushing the idea of doing curse of yig as a feature And it was already a long short film. It was like 32 minutes, Mm -hmm. which is for a short film. I mean, you're really pushing the boundaries. And there was one major element uh, we didn't have in from the original story. And it's this whole Westward Ho kind of thing. And it it could really work. So to me, that's kind of the idea of like turning the is, you know, when you really get to this next level is the idea of, okay, I'm not worrying about my bills as Mm -hmm. much to where I... You know, for example, I mean, yeah, I'm focused on inheritance. It's been great. I mean, it got pushed into the uh, the foreground really fast, so we're kind of catching up with everything. I mean, we're proud of it, and we're really proud of the script and everything. I wrote, and we were going back to talking about when it was originally written. Joe Berglove, who originally did the inheritance and directed it and co-wrote it, wrote it with me. So it was really fun to to work on what he originally had. We had these other elements come in, and we wrote it together. And, but at the same time, being focused on that, and you know, it's a pain gig and everything, including the the actual production. But it's the idea of getting to a larger one where I, I'm, you know, for inheritance, I'm still picking a couple other, yeah, still picking yeah. a couple other little gigs here and there because I have to, and what have you, and and just being able to kind of work all that out far enough in advance. That to me, that's kind of the deal. And and also, it's we're to a point now where we're negotiating with name actors, uh, someone who's. Locked and loaded for inheritance is a gentleman named John Barrymore. Mm-hmm. He's the grandson of the John Barrymore oh, is in really? the silent era. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, really nice guy, yeah. awesome actor. He's perfect for Sweet. the part. He's kind of got like a uh, a Michael Douglas circa '90s era mm-hmm. kind of thing going for him. Silver Fox, which is perfect for the part. Uh, yep, we'll be working with him. He uh, he's really cool dude. Wow. Really like him, and we're negotiating with another name actor. And that's the idea too of like breaking into this idea of where it's not like. I don't want to work with my local actors here in mm-hmm. town. I mean, I'm directing theater for 10 years mm-hmm. and been doing film since about 05. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy with the actors I've worked with. <clears throat> but it's the idea you get to expand out. And, and even a lot of actors I know with that are doing very well for themselves, they want to be in a film where it's like, oh, you've got another, you've got a name. That helps them out as well for what's going on. So I guess all of those things are kind of part of the package of trying to kind of graduate to the next level. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you don't have a day job. You're not a day job guy. Nope. And you're just a, you're just a fuck. You're a filmmaker. I Dude, mean, you hate that title, but you're a fucking filmmaker. <laughs> Something like that. I mean, yeah. like like I said, let's see. Uh, yeah, gradu- graduated with a triple degree of art history, theater, and film production, or actually film, and then that was at the U of M, and then I tied in uh, MCTC for film production. Oh yeah, man. I, my, <laughs> I am a walking cautionary fucking tale. I mean, like seriously. Well, if you got young kids out there, what I mean. Younger people, young kids. More. This young? is not the guy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I right do want to get him invited. No, it's actually, yeah, and actually, that's also what's hilarious is I'm good with kids. I love oh, this. Yeah. So like, oh yeah, I'm just really good with kids. Forty thousand women out there. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just heard some ovaries pop. No, but uh, so <laughs> what? Excuse me, sorry. About that. Filmmaker that's good with kids. <laughs> and he has tattoos <laughs> and drinks whiskey. Warhol. What? <laughs> Let's have a baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ter- currently taking submissions for dating. Yeah. No, seriously, you and I should have a baby. Yeah. 
What? Nice. Its no. beard would be amazing. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Red and silver. <laughs> and it wouldn't shut up. Kid would come out, it'd be a Oh, pirate. it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Like, <laughs> my, my producer is the equivalent of working with with Sean for Red 23 as I am for Killing Joke. Both of them come get around fucking get around Sean and I and they're like Jesus fucking <laughs> take a breath just shut up 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 both of you shut up shut up you can no, just see you, it on their faces are you thinking about Bridget or Chris or who are you talking oh, about oh no no Chris uh, Bridget's not as bad because she'll join in but like you can just see Chris uh, oh, and Chris. Estrum yeah. you can just see Bukers and Estrum just staring at us like <laughs> Adam will <laughs> chime in though. He Adam, will. He'll, he'll jump in. Yeah. But you can see at Adam. some point. Where it's at just some like, point, he's just like, "Whoa!" He's just like, "Aren't we supposed to be?" Oh, that's right. Oh, oh, we're making a we're movie. Making a film? Oh, what? What? Oh. Yeah, which which was really fun though. We had a great experience going back to the the shit that we've been working on. Killing Joke worked with uh, Red Twenty Three and those guys for uh, here's to here's to old friends. Oh, and this is such a great. Oh, short. dude, we're so stoked! It was a play originally written by Darren Shaughnessy, who's in it, and we're able to get two of the actors who were originally in it. And this thing was written like God, fifteen years ago, something like that, when they're when they were fairly young pups and they traveled with it, got great attention as a short play. And uh, and Darren's a great theater actor. I've worked with him in theater. I've worked with him somewhat in film. And we did this short film, and it's it was really fun because there's it's not really dark. I mean, it's a little bit dark, but it's really funny. And it was me directing something that was comedy, just saying, "All right, I gotta I gotta do what I'm not comfortable with." Well, and, and as soon as you pitch it to me, I was like, "Oh, if Paul's gonna try comedy, I want to be there." <laughs> I That'd want to see great. where this goes. Well, and it was the idea that the yeah. pitch, just telling you what it was, yeah. you were laughing. Oh, I was dying. It's, the, the basic premise is so goddamn funny. And those actors, I mean, working with, you know, well, I mentioned Kirsi Yig. Kirsi Yig was Tim Moran's baby. He had originally done it as a play with uh, Amy Schweikart. So Tim was originally in the production, so he came in for it. Darren was one of the characters. And he wrote it. Yep, and he had written it. And then the other gentleman just wasn't able to, to do it who was originally in it. So we got Shad Cooper, who Shad I've worked with. Actually, uh, two Z-Fest films ago for Viscosity. Yeah. And Shad I've worked with for theater, too. And he was fantastic and oh, very comfortable. And we had nudity yeah. in this film. I mean, and, and our actors had to be comfortable I, with that. I, I, I think... To be honest, saying comfortable is a little... I, believe <laughs> yeah, I saw Shad doing the helicopter at one point. <laughs> I believe our art director, yeah. a gal, looked over at the monitor to see what was going on, and Shad was uh, was helicoptering it. Yeah, I, d- I don't know that... Yeah, we, we'd like to keep it light. <laughs> we'd like to keep it light. I mean, there is no equal opportunity or... Luckily, or, it was pretty uh, warm. HR moments, department. Right? There's no well, HR department. No HR yeah, department. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it kept it fairly warm and everything. No, it was, it was an awesome... Oh, and I didn't mention Amber. Good God. Uh, oh, Amber she was Rose. fantastic. Amber was so awesome. She stepped into the breach. We, <laughs> Sorry. Was she voted Miss PETA last year or two years ago? She was like Miss PETA, Minnesota. Really? Yeah. Was, Amber, I, wasn't it just this last year? Was it this last year? Like yeah, she's 2013? So, she's so awesome. Yeah, she's fantastic. Huge she heart. Really, yeah. Does so much for animals. Yeah. And she's... Uh, including us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was Scum, very, yeah, she was very, like us. Oh, she was so professional and so gentle. awesome. And her ideas when she came into uh, the production were, were just great. I mean, we rehearsed it twice and basically what we, and not even basically what we rehearsed is what we did. Wow. And it was just a goddamn wow. And it was a great shoot. Cause we shot it uh, over one night, basically yep. in this yep. home. Not, in, e- not even an overnight. Like no. actually it was about like a, like a half overnight. something like that. Yeah. We did one really lunch. We didn't have that. to do a dinner. Yeah. I mean, we had our shit together. We had a great yeah. crew. For how many people we fit into that house, you know, and it's a scene. It's a scene with literally four actors. You, 
You would have thought we were doing something for days. And yeah, really. We yeah. had enough. Well, we also prepped. We got everyone yeah. in there. And once again, we worked with. Uh, we got a chance to work with Jesse. Jesse Meal. And yeah. he, yep, he shot the shit. I just out of wrapped it. It awesome. uh, a film with him just recently. I, that guy is the sweetest guy in the whole world. He's he's one of those. You want to figure out what he's built out of and tap it for other crew members. Oh, bottle I've, it. I would sell I've, it. I would really. I've been on productions where it gets into. No matter what you do for an overnight, everyone yeah. gets a little bit testy and yeah. cranky at some point. It just yeah. happens. Three, four. Yeah. It comes. Around around in the am right, right. it just gets whatever he's the guy just standing there smiling fucking with you just cracking like, hey, jokes yep he's yeah. just like hey what's going on and it's like what are and this you? is the guy <laughs> doing and this is the guy doing the most work he's carrying oh, yeah. the steady wow, cam really? he's got, and he yeah. uses a red so okay. i mean it's like this yep. heavy beast mm-hmm. of a sure. freaking camera yep. and he's doing all the hard work and yeah. we're like all right we're we want to reset we want to go another angle we want to do this we want to do that and he's just like okay yeah we'll just yeah, go even if even if it's something of where i'm bringing him on just as like he throws up that's what she said in there and exactly I love throwing in there. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> it's like moments of where it's like, even if it's something where I almost feel like I'm wasting his time, if it's just something on camera crew or something, I'm like, dude, just, I want you around. Like, no matter what, like, it's, it's, he's just a, it's a good, he's, he's ever a good lost soul. Has he ever lost Oh, him? God, no. I've watched him be around other people when they're losing it, and he's yeah. the one kind of smiling going, <laughs> what's wrong with you assholes? <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's the good guy. He's the one you want to keep around. He's like mm-hmm. the calm soul that'll... You know, all you have to do is look over at him, and it can change your mm-hmm. your whole demeanor and attitude. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. You get a chance to work, you know, long enough in this town, just like any other town, and you get to know who you want to work with. Mm-hmm. And you know, going back to the uh, uh, who's it uh, the, on the interwebs had the uh, this, the whole diatribe of just don't be a dick. That was uh, just recently. No, no, it was, it was a while ago. It was originally. God damn it, I forgot his name. Uh, anyway, Will Wheaton, producer. Oh, Will Wheaton. Yeah, Will yeah. Wheaton. Just I was gonna say, producer Kyle thing. would know. <laughs> He's on the interwebs all the time. Nice. I hear these. I hear the kids are big with that these days. The yeah. uh, the MySpace and you, you you know, all the MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Twitter. And the Pinterest. You're on iCarly a lot too, right? I think. I think you. Dude, that's so Raven. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Oh. I gotta house. stop saying that. You do. That's, I think. That, I don't think it's good. working much for yeah. you. See, I, I like to say, just ask me. I'm clear. So I'll explain it all. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, that's an old commercial. Wow. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. Where were we? Exactly. Yeah. Nickelodeon? Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, here's old friends. Yes, oh, here's for old Z-Fest. friends. Yeah. Yep, so we're stoked about that. We've done a bunch of, God, cool. between us, how many Z-Fest have we done? I oh, lost man. Track. Well, this is our second year, uh-huh. but we, I mean, I did two films last year. Uh-huh. I'm doing three this year. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I, it's just one of those things. It's a good contest the way they've got it set up. Oh, absolutely. There's not a lot of well, limitations it, on well, you. Well, the cool thing is it's one of the only contests where you actually get cash prizes. Uh, their production value when they were doing when they do their uh, screenings is off the charts. Yeah, it's fantastic. You know, it blows really, a 48-hour film oh, yeah. out of the water. Yeah, it's, I won't, I'm not going to talk shit necessarily completely about the 48 because, to be honest, it's, it's kind of too easy yeah. because it's just you rarely ever have any – really strong 48s that come out because you only can make it in 48 and I've done 48 films before sure. but it's one of those things of where it just you've got enough time and especially lately you can write your script for months and months and months and months and months and then next thing you know it's you've got that much time to do your production and have a really strong film and a lot of them have gone to festivals sure. have done very very well and it's no, it's something that I will be proud to help support and at the same time it gives a lot back I mean I didn't even realize that last year they bumped up the uh, the grand prize is like two grand or something like that. two now. grand and, and, a th- and I think it was a thousand for, for second place well the nice thing is they let you choose your prize right you choose your prize so two oh, cash really? prizes yep, they yep, had a bunch get, of like yep, you get Adobe uh, premiere Te- packages yeah. and shit cool. like that. It's it's really cool. And yeah, I, AJ I packages. Yeah, uh, I mean, just really yep, nice yep. products. And yep. and and now Z Fest, obviously local to Minneapolis. Yep. 
You were one of the people who helped start that festival. Yep, yep, I did. Uh, Adam, Adam is uh, the power with his with his his guy that I forgot his name because I wasn't around as much for production, fortunately, last year. But yeah, they they're running it through uh, Z Systems. Right, John. And, well, I it think was, little, yeah. excuse me. Started with Z Systems. Now it's gone over to is it Splice? I believe is. I. Shit, I might be talking out of turn. I'm I think you sure. might be there because I think I think it's still Z Systems. Everything's no, no, no. still happening through there. Ah, uh, that no, that's just the main sponsor. Then it's uh, who's moved over. Oh, as far as like the, the, yeah, the yeah, production the, for the well, show, because uh, they did uh, their big party at the tied in with the uh, Minneapolis Underground, which was perfect to tie in with those dudes, right? Which right. I I've been fortunate if I've screened there every year since it's existed, which is just like excuse me so fucking flattering and really cool so they did a party and it's over where that is so yeah sorry guys for not remembering what that is but i i was so out of the loop recently well that's Lately, the nice thing about the interwebs we can just have somebody yeah, look it up and, well and yeah, also you've been more in charge of uh production when it's come down to here's old friends where i stepped on as more the director right of course and we all kind of like did our different parts in it and we're i mean we're people we've got a final cut i think have yep. you talked to our editor richard Oh, oh yes. Yeah, and we're I, you like it where yep, it is? We're to the point now of uh, yeah, that's sound why, design and yeah, that's and why I didn't want to talk to you until composing. I was happy with the uh, the edit before sounding sending it over to cool. uh, sound. Oh no, it's it's one of those things where it's so cool for something you've directed and you still watch it and laugh. Yeah, and even though you know the punchline's coming. Oh and yeah, well I mean you saw it. I mean I'm really big on taking like long takes, and mm-hmm. these guys are theater actors, so you saw what we were doing with that. We we're all there on set, on location, and the idea. That, I mean, all of us are. I mean, we we're literally covering our mouths so we wouldn't ruin because we were just a few feet away from them, and we would have ruined sound. I mean, it was such a great experience. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm stoked to show people that. I mean, it's one of those things too that's like even if it doesn't do well for whatever reason, I'm just like fuck it. We'll, we're sending this yeah, thing off to festivals. You just reminded me we need a graphics person to create to mash up our two logos. Oh yeah, killing twenty three. We got to get that in there. I've totally for. Rich, well, we're Rich, talking business on air. Sorry, yep, I mean, Rich. Rich Mulby. We'll be yeah. talking to him. Oh, fantastic! Yep. You were going to ask a question about uh, the kids. No. Remember the children? No, because you uh, remember shot the children. Down. Forget about this. No, children. I was just saying Fuck I don't think you should yeah. talk to the children, but talk to the filmmakers out there. Give <laughs> us some inspiration, would you? Oh God! Yeah, well, don't, there's no don't, school. Don't do it. Don't go to school. Don't, uh, <laughs> I go back and forth. That's an ongoing, you know, like kind of Kevin Smith and mm. other people say, "Oh, film school's worthless." This and that. I don't know, man. It's I go back and forth. I really do. For me, because I went for free, because I had the GI bonus mm-hmm. that I was getting. Plus, I was Wisconsin National Guard, so I went completely. Thank you. United yeah, States government. Oh, dude, when you when you get the rare occasions when the army gives you the after fucking you for so long, you get the the occasional reach around. <laughs> it's so enjoyable. <laughs> it's so enjoyable, man. Well, um, and that was it for the last student media yeah. podcast as we've been pulled <laughs> off the air by the government. There's some awesome. soldiers outside. <laughs> oh, they'd, they'd, like they'd, to agree, talk to they'd us. agree with me faster than anybody <laughs> else. <laughs> uh, they probably just want the paperwork that yeah, I filled yeah, yeah, out. Like, uh, dude, how'd you do that? Don't you feel like like just if you want to make a film, just go do it i mean you isn't that to. the thing that you, you always hear it, it is it is and it's it sucks so much because like say a method uh yeah we lost money we threw our own into it but because of that momentum for example i met bridget cronin she was the one that helped us raise the last of the money that's who i met who now is the person getting me in touch with all these other people it's not like she's our only exec producer but she's kind of the the main conduit that is finding other people because we already have another dude i don't want to say his name because i don't know how official it is but he was the one that when we did one scene from inheritance already that was he was one that helped us with that financing and helped with what was nice. going on he's the one making the, the other connections so it matters that that momentum matters but it's some i mean the bottom line is that momentum sucks to try and maintain it's so incredibly fucking difficult and especially when it's just like it's an up 
uphill battle. You know, you're fucking Sisyphus. You really are. And it, I, I openly tell students because I believe it or not, they allow me around kids. I teach sometimes <laughs> and they'll say, you know, what's some of the advice will be like, if there's anything else you want to do, fucking go do it. Because honestly, mm. it'll, you'll be so miserable at points. I mean, you're lucky enough that you're in a town, one of the few towns as much less in the Midwest where you can make a living doing it, you know, where. You know, especially like, all right, if you're doing graphics, learn how to edit, learn how to do as much shit as you can possibly do, because back in the day, you really couldn't do those mm -hmm. things. So, you know, I always tell them that or figure out not just what you're passionate about, but if there's something else tied in with it, you know, be flexible. I mean, there's I, I mean, shit, when it came down to it, you and I would never work together if I wasn't comfortable doing AD work. Right. You know what I mean? We had that chance to be like, shit, we we jive. We run a crew very similar. We run it like a family, you know, and thank you for lowering your standards that day. That was. Oh, no worries. <laughs> oh, dude, it's. That's that's why I say you def and, and you know what it was. You it know was, that's what I say to all my dates. It was. <laughs> you say it at the. That's at the prologue, uh, before before we leave the house. But no, I think I actually I. It was great to have you on the set because I knew you had experience. I I'd known about you. I'd seen your work. I, I enjoyed your stuff. And then it was just nice to have you there because you were you were like teaching me as I was doing it. Well, and I appreciate, and that's one of the things too that's so fun. Uh, it was one of the best lessons I ever learned. The first really big short film I did, my graduating film, which is also a Lovecraft adaptation. I was uh, fortunate enough to work with uh, Jeff George. Jeff's amazing. Has been a part of a team that got the Academy Award back in like uh, I think it was '04. Dude's a absolute professional. So fucking awesome. And he's, and he's a good friend. He's a really good guy. We're working with him for uh, for Hog Dog, and he's giving me my DP. And he was the DP for the uh, the trailer, which I was happy because he's a busy dude you know i'll hit him up and he'll be like oh i'm on my way to florida oh, i'm on my way to la you know working for gigs and i was so happy that i was able to get him for hog dogging because i just i wanted that look to be similar and i knew you could nail the production value and and it just he's one of the guys that i get a chance to work with and i'll have my shot list and he'll be like well you know we could probably get this in there too and, it's, and i will immediately oh Ugh. I don't know what that was. Uh, <laughs> sorry, folks at home. Found something in my your mouth. Beard is crawling beard. into your mouth. Yeah, bigger, blacker dick. God damn See? it. <laughs> um, now I want to play Cards Against Humanity. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's one of the guys that like he'll bring in another shot. And of course, I always listen to my cinematographers and what have you. But it's one of those cases where especially he's been doing this for so damn long that I get to talk to him and he gets it. You know, no matter how frazzled I am, no matter how hectic it is, and it's just been a blast. But he uh, he's, he taught me an extremely important lesson early on. And he said, listen, even if you've got a bunch of pros, remember that they enjoy it when you bring in students and other people who will listen because they enjoy mentorship. They enjoy doing this shit. And that was one of the best lessons of getting people like him or someone else of where they get to listen and that's the thing that I appreciate with working with you is and like I said it's it's for me it's part of running a crew like a family mm -hmm. for one it's a lot harder I mean it is to care and listen to everybody and talk and be like hey I've got this person in this aspect of production do you get along with them you know shit like that and it's the idea too of listening to each other of where you know I might miss something we just went through a major production meeting where we literally went through all of the script for inheritance which I gotta send your way at some point too, uh, just so I can. I'm, so I'm really proud of what we've got at this. And point. then I'm gonna leak it to the Gawker website. Absolutely. So, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm I'm all over that. That sounds outstanding. <laughs> I know. I gotta check that out. Yeah. Though. And uh, oh yeah, Tarantino. Yeah, exactly. We'll show you. Uh, I'm suing you now. Yeah, exactly. Talk over this. <laughs> oh, you probably could. <laughs> yeah. Um, Easily. Think, think we could talk a lot. Holy shit. Fuck. Um, but uh, it's we're really proud of it. But we went through and did a massive. Not necessarily an overhaul, but just was wor we're working on all of the kinks of the script, which is really fun, but you know, very, very difficult because it's so much easier to be like, oh, this is what we're doing, this is what we're doing, instead of having everybody as the heads of departments working as a part of this. Everybody, you know, my 
amazing, amazing post uh, supervisor editor Marley, and she's there. And she's talking about what she foresees and what she likes. And, and you did this just to get everybody on the same page, right? Yep, yep literally. On so the there's same page no questions floating yep. around on the set. Yep, yep. And it was just an absolute blast. We made some more tr- some more changes, and Chris got into it. Chris Buker is my partner, a producer, who knocked it out. And it was just so awesome to go through and do all that. But all of that is so time consuming, and that's one of the things that gets tough when you're running shit like a family is to keep everyone talking. And and it, and it falls through the cracks sometimes. But that's also tonight we're gonna have another production meeting about it, and it's it's keeping everyone talking but it's also listening when people it's the idea that someone thinks they're just the apotheosis because you're the fucking director no you have other it's collaborative and that's that's something else that bugs me about the the filmmaker thing it makes it sound like oh that one person has all the answers bullshit i I mean i've got brian wallstead as my cinematographer for inheritance fucking awesome dude i've i've worked with them before we did a short film called dinner date had a great time and you know we're working out our shots and he's giving as much input as me if not even more at some points and then i've got sherry anderson as my as my uh production designer and of course she's got these phenomenal ideas and everything and it's like you get to the filmmaker thing and it's like i'm not coming up with all this shit Mm -hmm. you know i'm just trying to make sure that i'm helping to tell this story the best i can and work with these people you know that's one of the cool things you'd ask me different stuff but i mean honestly it was also that you'd listen i'd be like hey we got to do this or you know you catch something that maybe doesn't work or you know something be like or you'd ask me like do you think it's a good idea i was like fuck yeah it's a good idea dude well and that's the thing it's like you have to surround yourself with people who know Mm -hmm. what they're doing uh, people who know more than you i mean you really do if you want to be successful i mean like i said jeff george was my dp on a i mean technically it's a student film but we we, I had a pretty decent budget for it and whatever, and it was cool. We shot in 16 millimeter, and but oh, that was my my thing of where I'm looking around at people like uh, like uh, Michael Hanley Paco, who was my gaffer for a lot of the time, and we were utilizing tasty lighting. And I'm looking around at these people, and I'm the one standing going, "Oh yes, uh, I'm I'm the director, of this and that." And of course, in my head, I'm like, "What the fuck <laughs> do I think? <laughs> who do I think I am? <laughs> if anyone had any idea how terrified I am yeah, right now, <laughs> they would walk away immediately. They would run. They would actually run. <laughs> but it was. But that's you know that's how you learn. Going back to what you're saying is just doing it yeah you just gotta fucking go ahead and try and make these things and and it's really tough to try and do the director thing and it's one of the reasons i'm fortunate that i've enough that i'm still and i kind of got out of the theater scene for a couple years just i just Mm -hmm. i just couldn't pull it off time wise and now i'm getting back in i did something back in october i was really really proud of and uh now I'm looking at uh, a larger project actually with Nathan. Uh, Nathan's the the head of it. He's adapting it, and I don't know if you heard about this, but it's a uh, it's a musical called The uh, Trials of Jeffrey Dahmer. No, yes, I, you guys have <laughs> talked about this. Yeah, man, we've been working on it for like two years. We're really digging. I mean, it if anything wow. screamed for a musical, it was Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, dude, and it gets Magnus even better. Opus, right and there. all of the music inspired by Skinny Puppy. Oh, nice. I'm so stoked. Wow. To, and I'm directing it. Yeah, I'm so fucking stoked, man. So I'm happy. And this to, this is a musical. A musical. A film yep. musical or stage musical? Nope, stage. Sta- okay. We're working in elements that we want it to look more like a concert also. So it almost right. is like an experience of like a skinny puppy old school concert. They're coming through town again. I don't know what the, their live show looks like now. I haven't seen them in a long, long time. But it's that kind of style of people being engaged with theater to where you're not just sitting in a seat trying not to breathe or fart. It's the idea that you're sitting there watching a show and you can cheer. Or you can, or, yeah. you know, you're and into you can it. fart. Ex- yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. And, and if, especially if we get the, the crowd we're getting. Christ knows oh, what sure. else will be doing oh, each other. God, cutting yeah. themselves. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Whatever. Well, we, we only have a couple of minutes left. Okay, man. I, I'm just, if there's anything you 
you want to promote, yeah. like, like uh, specifically? Well, let's see. We mentioned Inheritance. We're in production for. Uh, we're going to be looking for more people as a part of that. We're figuring out our dates. We were looking at February 13th, but we might be pushing it back just a little bit more. But it's going it, to. I believe it'll be February that we begin, we begin production. We've got a Facebook page, Inheritance, not The Inheritance. Uh, <laughs> and uh, go check that one out, please. Killing Joke Films is who I own, so please check that out. We've got a website, killingjokefilms.com. We have to update a little bit more, but that's got... Just about all of our stuff. And the other thing, uh, I think I can announce this uh, for the next Cinema Lounge, which is the third Wednesday of every month uh, at uh, Bryant Lake Bowl, uh, sponsored and brought to you by uh, IFP Minnesota. They're going to be screening Dinner Date. And I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. If I am Ryan Stranger, I apologize. And IFP, uh, but we've been emailing back and forth. And in screen, hopefully in screening Dinner Date, we'll also be able to screen the Inheritance trailer, which would be the premiere of screening the trailer there, which is awesome because when we did Dinner Date, it was myself and Brian Walstead working together as a team. And this is us working as a team together also again for this uh, for this piece. So hopefully that's our big announcement that we'll try to get people to go check out. And again, if it's not, then I'm a, I'm a, I'm a horrible liar and I apologize. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think I think. You, I think it was announced, or well, maybe not formally, but I think it, it we was started sending him the stuff. So I think part I'm, of the I'm lineup, pretty sure. Yeah. So if I'm not, then sorry, Ryan, I'm not a bad guy. Then you'll maybe be at the next <laughs> one. Yeah, exactly. Then, then at least I should. Sh- uh, at least, hey, no matter what, show up to it. It's it's free. It's amazing. Uh, oh do- yeah, it's doors, a great function. Yeah. Doors doors at six. It's when I send my students there all the time. Doors at six. Uh, event at seven. It's all the local short films that are being done at different points and it's awesome they do Q&A afterwards so you actually get to see the people who worked on it That's get really to know cool. the community yeah it's fucking awesome yeah. especially just the fact that it's still free to go check it out at Bryant Lake Bowl at the theater uh, whatever the hell the third Wednesday is of this month it's always the third wow. Wednesday of every month cool well Paul von Stetzel thank you for joining thanks, us man thanks for being here guys I appreciate it greatly appreciate it anybody else want to add anything <sighs> <laughs> alright let's get the fuck out of here sweet Thanks, dude. Yeah, that was awesome. That was great. Oh. That was fun. I, th- I, th- I hope you like the mood lighting. Yeah, I totally, mean, we, man. we totally did this for you. Right? Hey, b- by the way, it was pretty funny. There's a guy who came in and was just like staring at us for a while. Yeah. I think he was trying to figure out what was going on. Big black dude. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. Did, did, did you have his microphone? Apparently. <laughs>